It is the season to be merry. A very merry Christmas to you from Family Life. As we count down the last few days to Christmas, we have a few uplifting conversations for you to set you up for success with your loved ones this holiday. You're listening to The Relationship Lift, a short conversation brought to you by Family Life New Zealand to help you grow together as a couple. Join us for a topical discussion designed to keep you encouraged and equipped on the growth journey. We know that great marriages don't just happen. So let's journey together as we pursue oneness so that you too can make a great marriage your reality. Enjoy the discussion. Talking of uh, coming up, yes, Christmas, end of the year, and you can feel the momentum building. And I know last night I was looking at the weekends and the lead up to Christmas and thinking, wow, they're, they're all full. They've got stuff happening. How am I going to manage this? And it does bring pressure on relationships. So how do we manage this time of year, the expectations and the pressure that can come on relationships? And this morning, we have the pleasure of being joined by Vainant Jacobs from Family Life to help us with this this morning. Kia ora Vainan. thank you for joining us. Morning. Kia ora Kat, kia ora Tom, good morning, great so to be on. what advice do you have for couples and people in relationships as we head into the Christmas season on how they can manage these differing expectations and perhaps the tensions that arise because of these different expectations. I know myself, like we had this conversation last weekend, you know, I've got this thing on. No, but I've got this thing on. Okay, who's going to figure out the childcare situation? Me, you, me, you. How do we manage this? Yeah. Yeah, look, totally. It's it's a, it's a managing expectations conversation. And uh, whenever we talk about managing expectations, I'm reminded of the story an old man, uh, probably an you know, elderly man, and a young boy was walking with a donkey. And they were sort of traveling through different towns. And as they went through the one town, uh, you know, they were both lo- walking alongside the donkey. And people looked on at them and they said, oh, look at that silly old man and that young boy. They have a donkey, but they're not using it. You know, and so they took that criticism on board. And they, as they went through the next town, they actually had um, the boy ride on the donkey and people looked on as they moved through the town and they said, Oh, how, how could they look at, look at that, uh, look at those people, you know, that young boy letting the old man walk while he rides on the donkey. And so sure enough, they went through that town. And as they went through the next one, they swapped around again. So the old man was on the donkey, the boy was walking and, you know, the critics looked on and they said, Oh, how could he look at that old man? Um, you know, riding on the donkey while he lets the boy walk. And, you know, they went through the next town. And by now they thought, you know, what do we actually do? And so the next town they walked through, they thought, well, maybe we'll we'll both ride on it. So they both rode on it. And people, sure enough, looked on it and said, oh, look at those people, two of them riding on the donkey. How could they? Don't tell me next, next minute they both carry the donkey across. <laughs> well, <laughs> there you have it. So the next minute, as they were heading into the next town, they, they, they thought to themselves, well, we're out of options now. We're going to actually try and pick up the donkey. Now, before oh, wow. I give the punchline of, the, of this um, story, what is the other name for a donkey? Well, oh, well uh, I can't say it on the radio, <laughs> but it okay. starts with A. So, so that name that we can't say on radio. Um, so... As they were approaching the next town, they put the donkey on their heads, trying to carry this donkey, you know? (laughs) And as they crossed the bridge, uh, they sort of slipped and the donkey fell into the river and 
the donkey just uh, washed away by the river. And you know, what's the moral of the story? If you try and please everyone, you can kiss your donkey goodbye. <laughs> okay. I okay. See. So I like this so, illustration. Okay. So you so can't please what, everyone. That makes you sense. You can't please everyone. And, and you know, the reason I share that story because it's memorable and it's bizarre. And that's often what we do to ourselves this time of Christmas. We try and please everyone and it simply is bizarre. Yeah, uh, look, as you tell that story, and it certainly paints a, a very uh, interesting image uh, in our minds. Yeah, it, it's that realization that expectations, often their expectations are not coming from ourselves, they're coming from other people and can cause all sorts of problems. But as we talk about the, the pressure that comes with the season, maybe let's also talk about commitments that we make. And this may be in response to others' expectations. And maybe we should talk about overcommitment. So juggling all these things that are in front of us, uh, you know, do you have some practical ideas that people can take on board to, to, to manage this in a, in a more healthy way, perhaps? That's right. Um, yeah, look, and the reason I share that story, because there's no more practical way to manage your expectations than to actually just reduce your expectations. Um, you know, so that's step one, who do we need to say no to? Who do we actually need to realise um, hey, just where we are as our family, maybe there are certain commitments that we need to just turn down for the next season to keep our sanity. Okay, but let's talk about those commitments that we do have. You know, how do we um, keep this the season of joy? It's a season of celebration, right? It's Christmas. Uh, it's a season actually for also for families to be together and loved ones. So have you ever heard the saying, you know, for everyone to be on the same page, right? Mm. We, we use that all the time. You know, we need to communicate so that we're all on the same page. Um, but does that page even exist? And I'm talking very practically, physically, do you have a page? I'll, I'll tell you a brief story about something that's been transformational uh, in our family. You know, we've got a one year and a three year old, life's busy, we're adjusting to a lot of new things. And we've started implementing a weekly 30 minute coffee catch up. It actually happens after this interview, you know, my wife and I. So Tuesday mornings, we've got some team meetings. I've got content creation. Well, we won't I write hold you up stuff. for too long then. <laughs> well, that's right. But but that's fine because it's scheduled, you know, it's in weekly. Uh, and, you know, the only thing we actually talk about at that meeting is our weekly rhythm. Mm. And we've just started doing this a few weeks ago, and it's already made a significant difference to our lives. And it's literally just pulling up the calendar or pulling out a sheet of paper or somewhere where you've written commitments down and it's just getting together to make sure you're on the same page. So if you want to manage expectations, make sure they're written down and that you're actually talking about them. That's a great tip. So having a regular weekly planning meeting with your spouse. Also, just picking up on what you said before about managing expectations from others, I can see parallels here with, let's say, church service, because a lot of our listeners will be thinking, oh, I've been asked to do this, and I've been asked to do this, and I've been asked to do this. But would you say, or would you have any tips for those people right now who are trying to manage those things and and looking at their, their plates right now and, and potentially looking at, well, maybe I just need to get better at saying no and prioritizing certain things. Obviously, marriage, very important, prioritize yep. that one. But would you have any tips for those people? Yeah, look, there's always going to be the tension between service and living a comfortable life, right? Because service will cost us something. Mm -hmm. And it's recognizing the season your family is in. Like, I wouldn't be able to serve at my local church at the same capacity 
in my life at the moment with a one and a three-year-old than maybe when they were 10, when they're 10 and 12. It'll be a different season and I'll have a different um, capacity available to give. Um, but I share this at the weekend to remember for couples. I said, when was the last time you turned to your spouse and asked them, do you feel like my number one priority right now? And that response to that question is going to be different for different people. But I'd say, you know, practically the way you tone down on your external commitments is how much does my family need to feel like they're prioritized? And I mean the priority. And then once they're the priority, whatever I've got left to give and then whatever we agree we will sacrificially give, we can give with joy. But it's like understanding your first and foremost priority is to your spouse. It's to your family. And from there, a healthy relationship actually becomes a blessing to those around us. And that might be a good thought to leave it on as we come to balancing those expectations. Vaynar Jacobs with us again as we look at our relationships in the midst of an increasingly busy season. And if you'd like to connect with the team at Family Life New Zealand, head to their website, familylife.nz. Vaynar, thanks again for your time on the show. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Kat. Thank you so much for journeying with us here at Family Life. We hope you've been blessed by our work, and if you have, please let us know. We're grateful for the generosity of those who give faithfully and regularly to help us keep doing this work. As you know, we're a registered charity and your gift of any amount is tax deductible, and although that's not the reason for you to give, it's certainly a nice incentive. As we head into the Christmas season, we are aware that statistically there will be many families that won't make it into the new year. It might just be the last Christmas they're able to stick together before the lack of healthy tools and ways of dealing with relationship conflict and challenges drive them further down the isolation scale towards family breakdown. We also know that this drift towards isolation can be turned around like it was for this couple who came to a weekend to remember this year. Our church had advertised Family Life's Weekend to Remember and friends of ours had told us how good the Auckland Conference was for them. We had been going round the mountain, so to speak, struggling with a lot of the same issues, so we decided to book the conference with a it-wouldn't-hurt sort of attitude. The next day I decided I couldn't cope with how things were anymore, so I took the kids and went to stay at my parents'. We ended our break with the conference. That, plus the four weeks apart, made a huge difference in our marriage. Getting to understand how we each see things, learning to communicate properly and just hang out again has been really beneficial. It's the best our relationship has been since before we had kids. Wow! We hear so many stories of couples like this who are able to turn their marriage back on their trajectory towards oneness. But we're simply not reaching families fast enough and we need your help. Will you join us in helping build healthy, thriving, godly families that go on to change the world one home at a time? Perhaps you can consider becoming a friend of Family Life for $50 a month or more and also receive 15% off resources and events. Or perhaps you can consider a special gift towards helping us build strong families and godly homes. Go to familylife.nz forward slash donate 
to become a friend of Family Life or make a special donation. Thank you so much for your support and we hope you have a joy-filled Christmas with family, friends and loved ones. Grace and peace to you from our home to yours.